Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's a great honor to have you here. And today we witnessed the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of our country. Very sad thing to watch. A corrupt sitting president had his top political opponent arrested on fake and fabricated charges of which he and numerous other presidents would be guilty. Right in the middle of a presidential election in which he is losing very badly. This is called election interference and yet another attempt to rig and steal a presidential election. Don't get angry with him. You handed it to him. You indicted him. 37 counts, 49 page indictment saying that he obstructed justice and had classified documents. And you never answered the question of whether or not the president taking documents out of the White House is the act of declassification. You didn't even care. And now you're going to get angry at him for calling it election interference for a political prosecution? What are you, nuts? Are these people out of their heads? All you did was play in because you couldn't give up the idea that he had to be destroyed. You actually think that America hates him in Toto. That's not true. Now, admittedly, the crowd that was down there in Miami, the crowd that had uh, assembled for the arraignment, those were a weird group of people. You had supporters, you had protesters, you had a guy with a stick with a pig head on it. No, 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 not, not a costume pig head, an actual head of a pig. I don't even know where you get one of those. I asked my rabbi. He didn't know either. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. And I'm opening it up. I'm opening up the phones. I need to hear from you. This change your opinion at all? Any part of this? Any part of this indictment? Does it change your opinion at all? Does it make you say, I want somebody else other than Trump? Does it make you say, I'm backing Trump even further? Does it make you say, I wasn't going to back Trump, but this is so criminally insane, now I'm backing him? 833-468-8669. 833-GOT-TONY. That is the number. Uh, AJ will take care of you. AJ is going to look to the phones. He never gets to look to the phones. This is your day, AJ. This is your time to shine. I'm ready. Right? I take calls like once every hundred years. I'm like a flood. And and, and here it is. Uh, because, man, I, I'm getting every take under the sun, and I will gladly give you mine. But the arraignment was nuts. There was a guy who rushed to the motorcade. He was dressed in uh, like 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 prison garb, like the, the black and white stripes, like he was the guy from Monopoly who went to jail. He rushed the motorcade. He got arrested. Of course he did. What a putz. But the arraignment goes, and of course, Trump pleads not guilty. Which, well, why should he plead guilty? He doesn't believe he did anything wrong. Even my arguments about Trump are not on the legal. 
My arguments regarding Trump and the classified documents is I don't like when people have classified documents. I thought they were all under uh, lock and key there. No, they were not. I don't like it. If you tell me, well, who are you? I'm a citizen of the United States and I get to vote. I think it's crap. And I think he's a schmuck for doing it. Leave it. I'm entitled to think the guy's a schmuck for doing it. He's a criminal. We've argued many times on this program. The president of the United States can declassify anything the president chooses anytime the president chooses to do it. What's fascinating is people think that there's a process. Like somehow the president of the United States has to go to somebody else who actually has the authority of declassification. And they've never taken a moment to stop and ask themselves, wait a second, what am I looking at here? So let us take a moment, just a moment to say, stop. What is it we're looking at here? The executive branch, the president of the United States being the executive branch and being the leader of the executive branch, has this full authority. Has this full authority. The president of the United States, if they were to look at a document and then tell you what the document said, that document's declassified. If the president of the United States should hand that document to a reporter, that document is declassified. You'll note in these cases, the president never said anything, meaning the president did not make a declaration of declassification. The president did not fill out a form of declassification. He didn't go to somebody in the CIA or the FBI or the DOJ or Intel or anyplace else and say, I'm going to declassify this. And five people signed off on it because that's not how it works. It's not how it works. The president can simply do. Now, whether you like that or not is completely inconsequential to this conversation. So in this act of doing, where the president can declassify by doing, what if, go with me, the act of having boxes moved from point A, the White House, to point B, Mar-a-Lago, is the declassification. He had them moved. De facto, that's the declassification. That is one of the arguments that's going to get made. I argue that that argument is incredibly strong. Since in the other examples, there is no situation by which there is approval. There is no one in the intelligence community who ranks higher than the president of the United States. So there is nobody that he has to check with in order to make this happen. Therefore, is the removal of the document the declassification of the document? I believe the answer is going to be yes. Now, this is going to be, and I I assume would be a Supreme Court question. This is what Representative Jim Jordan has been discussing when he brings up Navy versus Egan. As he has, and he has gotten into some, some, I'll call it a fight. I mean, I guess I guess you could call it a fight. This is him uh, on, I believe it's on CNN with Dana Bash, 
being pretty strong on the subject. Again, Dan, the standard is the standard. The president of the United States, he can classify and he can control access to national security information however he wants. That's the standard. That's the Constitution. That's what the court said in Navy versus Egan, a 1988 case. I don't know how many more he, times I can say it. Okay, so but, if he wants to store if he wants to store material in a box in, in a bathroom, if he wants to store it in a box on a stage, he can do that. That is the that that is just what the law and the standard is. That's so not, again, I think this just underscores how political this whole thing is. It doesn't actually. So I think Jim Jordan made a mistake there. But let's take the first part first. Yes, the president can do this. Hillary Clinton can't do this because Hillary Clinton was nothing more than a low-level perfunctory secretary of state who got the job because she happened to once upon a time have sex with the president of the United States, Bill Clinton. Oh, that a problem for anybody? Hillary Clinton has never done anything. Hillary Clinton got thrown off of Watergate and the investigation to Watergate because she believed that Richard Nixon didn't deserve a lawyer. You're talking about somebody who sat at the foot of Saul Alinsky. You want to talk about a radical. Holy heck. But in terms of doing anything, she's never done anything. First Lady of Arkansas, First Lady of the United States, Senator from New York, Secretary of State, never actually did anything. Except, of course, have her own server in a bathroom to be able to avoid government oversight. And then when caught, erased thousands upon thousands of emails, which is a crime. And James Comey, the FBI director at the time, said no rational person, a reasonable prosecutor would, would go after this case. What? But they'll go after Trump? That is not what aboutism. That is a discussion of the politicization of these agencies. That's the part two. So at first you have whether or not Trump can do this. And the answer clearly is, yeah, of course he can, including store them in a box in a bathroom. I personally think he's a schmuck for doing it. And I don't really worry if somebody uh, calls or tells me, you know, how dare you? What? He's a schmuck for doing it. Biden leaves classified documents in the garage? Schmuck for doing it. But Biden's documents, did they come from when he was president or vice president? It's a good question. Because it seems to me they come from the time when he was vice president. And as I have argued... If it's a crime if Trump did it, how is it not a crime if if Biden did it? Now, note that I'm not saying that Trump committed a crime. The indictment's there. You're going to have a trial. Uh, you'll go at it. And when we see uh, that the president can declassify what the president chooses by action, not by word, not by form, you know, government form, well, then what are the charges really? Obstruction of justice charges because he lied to the FBI? Well, I think that's a hard one to prove, but go go at it. I, I'm not going to be able to stop uh, the, the, the government prosecution there, which is a whole third story. Actually, it's part of the second story. The first part is whether or not he could declassify. I say it's yes. Now you can get into, and yes, if you think that, that Trump is somehow uh, uh, guilty, how do you not think Biden is guilty? That's my argument. There is no way to think Trump did it and Biden, meh. 
It can't be done. It cannot be done by the rational mind. It can only be done by a liar and a fraud. Only a fraud would look at Trump and say guilty and look at Biden and say no big deal. That's not somebody who believes in the rule of law. That's not somebody who believes in the Constitution. That's not an American concept. The politicization part is massive. It cannot be ignored and it should not be ignored. You absolutely did indict the leading candidate for president of the United States of the opposition. That's insane. This FBI, DOJ, deep state, whatever you want to call it. And let us put an end to the idea that there's no deep state. Yes, there is. Of course there is. And until you have a president elected that starts by firing 2,000 members of the DOJ, 2,000 FBI uh, 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 officials and, and, and others, I've stated I want to take a field operative from Indianapolis, where I live. They're now in charge of the FBI, and everybody above them gets fired. That's draining the swamp. And I don't want to hear anything except draining the swamp if that's what we're going to do. And if this is not what I just laid out isn't the plan of the next president of the United States from the Republican side, if this isn't the plan articulated and then administered, well, then you're worthless. You're not about draining the swamp. You're about complaining. So we understand each other. I want actual actions. You know, Congress still has not removed Adam Schiff, Representative Schiff from all committees. That guy lied about Trump and Russia every single day for years. Well, we removed him from Intel. Who gives a crap if you removed him from Intel? The guy can't have a committee. What is Kevin McCarthy waiting for? An invitation? It's got to be, you know, done in calligraphy. Maybe have a registry attached. Of course, this is political because the Democratic Party made it clear. And the uh, putting Jack Smith, the special prosecutor, in charge here made it clear. That's your target. Go get him. That's your target. Go get him. Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. I don't know how many more times we can say it. Of course, it's political. Of course, it is. I have stated that I think that the indictment is damning. I didn't say the indictment wasn't beatable. I think it's damning. I think there are things there that Trump did that make me angry. I don't like unforced errors. I don't like self-inflicted wounds. And I don't like people being schmucks. Is it beatable in, in the court? Yeah, I do believe that it is. Because I base it on that first part. The president can declassify. And the act of taking the boxes, I think, will be seen as an act of declassification. And if you want to change that, I think you would have a hard time going about changing those rules, but at least you could try. I don't think Trump violated them. Now, if you say he violated the spirit of, well, that's a different conversation because that gets us out of the legal and gets us into the political, which is a different conversation. And one I'm, I'm very, very happy to have, and I think we should have. But the political got started when you appointed a special prosecutor and said, you see Trump, go get him. Because that's what this indictment smells like and feels like to a great number of people. And that's why this indictment hasn't taken Trump out of this race, at least today. What we don't know yet is how the indictment will play across the country over 
time. Now, maybe it won't. Let's be clear, maybe it won't. But it's possible. Just like it's possible that while Trump has shown serious popularity, can he win a general? People get angry with me about this as well. Of course he can win a general. I had a guy leave me a message today saying Trump will get 100 million votes. He actually got 100 million votes. You see, they stole this. They did that. Whoa. Don't tell me he got them. Show me. Show me where that steal is, if you don't mind. Two things are true. Trump is very popular and Trump is still very hated. Moves like this from, from Biden and company, of course it's Biden, um, they actually, I think, help with the popularity. And we're going to get into what that popularity means. We're going to get into your phone calls. But I just want to start with a baseline of understanding of where I'm coming from. So you can understand me and then we can have the conversation. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. I think it's safe, especially right now. When you have one side that has a maximalist commitment to tearing down every norm uh, and uh, and law they don't like. So where does that put us? And by the way, why does it happen? I think it's happening because there are some people who find it easier to pick on really vulnerable young people than to explain why they voted no on money for roads and bridges. The American people don't want children to be mutilated by doctors who want to remove the breasts from perfectly healthy young women. And they oppose that mutilation because they voted no on roads. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg, everybody. And you ask why this guy will never get the nomination for the Democrats. Well, wait, wait, maybe in the future he will, just not now. They would rather go with an 80-year-old-plus Joe Biden than this. That's because this guy's a fool. He was a bad mayor. He was a bad candidate. He's a pseudo-intellectual. He is silly. Just like it was silly to call roadways racist. It is silly what he just said there. Actually, calling Rhodes racist could actually have more of a legit conversation than what he said right here. You oppose mutilating children. And that's because you don't vote for money for Rhodes. He's saying this while he's in the offices of Time uh, magazine, which is, I guess, just now all online. Uh, Is there still a Time magazine? Is there? Is there? No. No, there's not an actual magazine anymore. I didn't I didn't think so. We're going to get into your phone calls. I know you're on hold. We're going to get to it. What is your take on uh, the indictment? Does it change your opinion? Does it change the way you're going to vote? Change candidates uh, that you're going to, to, to look at? Did any of it change anything? Curious. Curious to see how this plays out. I can give you my takes. I want to hear from you uh, on this one. I want to know where you're at in uh, this subject. Also, it's National Bourbon Day. We might be in need. We might be in need. 
And the house has gotten back to regular order, but this pistol braces conversation is not going anywhere. Is this too much? And is this the fight you want for the Second Amendment? Find everything at TonyCats.com. This is Tony Katz today. So what is your take? Did the indictment of Trump change your opinion on anything? Did it change how you view him? Did it change how you're going to vote? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. The phone number, 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669. That is the number. That's how you get to be a part of the show. Did it change? Did it change anything for you? That's the the, the question. Did it change something? Uh, you, you think he actually broke the law? You think it's an attack? Does it move you in any way? That's the question. Mitch McConnell asked about Trump, and he's like, yeah, I got nothing to say. Well, look, the, the Republican campaign for the nomination has already been going on for six months. It's going to be going on for a year longer. And I'm just simply not going to comment on the candidates. We've got a bunch of them, and I'm just simply going to stay out of it. Well, that's fantastic. That is fantastic that you're going to stay out of it. I'm, I'm, I'm overjoyed that you, Mitch McConnell, have decided you don't have an opinion on this. I don't think you have to pick somebody. I don't think um, you have to say this is the person that I'm backing. I don't know. Maybe we forget that sometimes you are supposed to stay out of it. Maybe that's what you're supposed to do. And of course, uh, political candidates being different, uh, they've got no issue talking about uh, this uh, indictment. And when CNBC talks to former vice president and presidential candidate Mike Pence of how we deal with crime. But I'm curious if you could just sort of square that circle for us. Well, I I don't think there's any circle to square. I think two things uh, are true today. Number one is no one's above the law. Uh, This indictment includes serious charges. Uh, And I and as I've said here in the panel, Andrew, I, I, I can't defend what's alleged there. Right. The handling of classified materials is vitally important to the country. But look, we've gone through about, I'm trying to do the math here, about seven years where the American people have lost confidence in our Department of Justice. I mean, whether it was when Jim Comey excused very similar behavior by Hillary Clinton in the run-up to the 2016 campaign, uh, or whether it was two and a half years that I lived through as vice president of the United States, when we were fighting to cut taxes, roll back regulation, unleash American energy, we were under a hailstorm uh, from most of the media and the Democratic Party over what we now know is a complete fraud. Now, that happens to be true, but you had classified documents, sir. And I like Mike Pence. 
I like him on a personal level. But he did have classified documents. Could be because everything in, in the world is just classified. Everything is classified. The overclassification problem is real, but it's kind of hard to say Trump did this and Trump's agreed this when you had classified documents as well. And also with, with, with Mike Pence, he's got to figure out, is it all going to be this, I'm going to try and play both sides of, of this coin? Is that seen by people who are... Um, is 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 that seen by voters as weakness or practicality? For Chris Christie, the answer is attack on all things at all times. Chris Christie on Fox News today talking about Trump and the border. Uh, and the border is ridiculous. And but Trump, all, and but by his the way, policies did much better on everything you just mentioned. But, but, and, and but, but wait a second, you, Bill. His, his policies did not do better at the border, okay? At the border, we had a diminution in what we're seeing now. But remember what he promised in 2016. He was going to build a wall across the entire border in his first four years, and Mexico was going to pay for it. The fact that he made a brash, bold statement, and of course it didn't come to pass, is different than whether or not the policies were better and the enforcement was better. Because Christie wants to go down this road? On the border you want to hit? That's a that's a bold strategy, Cotton. Bold strategy indeed. Let me go to the phones just like I said I would. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. Shirley, I appreciate the call. Welcome to the show. What's going on, Shirley? Nothing. I was just listening to you as usual. <laughs> What do you got for and, me? Uh, oh, I'm, I would vote for Trump again. You absolutely. Uh, but there's, so there's nothing that. within this it's... indictment. Nothing about being no. indicted. Nothing about the having of documents. Nothing about where the nope. documents were. None of that moves you. Nope. Not is it because is it because you don't actually care about the documents, or is it because you think that the whole thing is made up, or something else? I think there's just. I think they're just trying to knock him down again. Look Shirley, at I, I appreciate. Did. Say that again. I said, look at Biden. He had them documents all over the place. You and I don't, don't disagree. Gone. You and I don't disagree, said, Shirley, and I appreciate the phone call. Thank you so much. You and I don't disagree that um, there has to be investigation into Joe Biden. There must be, not only for uh, the documents, but as I have been discussing and you've been discussing, the biggest story in America is the potential bribe from a Burisma executive. That's the biggest story in America. Chris uh, Chuck Grassley, the senator from Iowa, stating, stating, that there are, according to the FD-1023, the form that was used in the interview process with this with uh, uh, this uh, informant, 17 phone calls, phone conversations that are recorded, 17 of them, 15 with Hunter Biden, 2 with Joe Biden, and this Burisma executive that he kept as an insurance policy, need to know what was said in those phone conversations. Need to know. 
Let me go to John. John, welcome to the show. What's going on? Anything about this indictment change you? You're more Trump. You're less Trump. It doesn't do anything to you. What do you got? Hey, Tony. Uh, it doesn't do anything to mine. I've had Trump near or the near the bottom of my preference list for a long time. But I do think a conviction will change the race, and I think there needs to be some polling taking Trump out of it because if he gets convicted of a felony – you know, trying to destroy evidence, that sort of thing. I think that's going to be far more damaging than than a conviction on a on a on a minor charge that could be overturned by a Supreme Court later. But a conviction on a felony, I think it takes him out of the race. And my now, my choice. I understand John's argument, and John, I appreciate the call. John's argument is that in the court of public opinion, a conviction takes him out of the race, but it wouldn't take him legally out of the race, as as I know it. As I know it, and, and someone can, a lawyer can correct me here, it wouldn't actually take him out of, of the race. He could still run. Now, if he were to be elected and Democrats were to take back the House, you would see impeachment proceedings in 45 minutes. That, you, you would see it as quickly as the, uh, the sun would rise on January 21st, and there would be the impeachment proceedings just so we understand each other. But interesting about you want to see polling without Trump in, in the field. Um, I got to assume that's been done, but it it makes a, you're making a, 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 a an assertion, a generalization, an assumption, which is, I, I guess, is the way it goes here, that it would take enough people out to get people to, Totally say, oh, I'm doing all, I'm just DeSantis. Because what it won't do, conviction or not, it doesn't stop Trump from running. So it's not like you can eliminate him from the equation. I get your question, John, it's a, or I get your statement, John, and I think that it's a fine one. Should we be taking a look at things if Trump wasn't in the race? But that would be to say that Trump won't be in it. Of course Trump's going to be in the race. Let's let's all stop for a second and let's it's you, it's me, it's a bar stool, it's a bourbon because it is National Bourbon Day and we are going to sip only the good stuff. Trump is not getting out of this race no matter what. He's not getting out of this race. He's not getting out. So let's let's be clear about this. Let's focus on this. It's just the way it is. Trump is here to stay. And every candidate has to deal with him and has to deal with how they're going to split this baby. The abusive nature of Biden's uh, DOJ. And by the way, of course, it's Biden's DOJ. What is this whole thing that, you know, uh, the Department of Justice is independent? No, it's not. What the hell are you talking about? When it was William Barr, you know how they referred to William Barr? Donald Trump's hand-picked attorney general. That's how they referred to William Barr. Every single time, that's how they referred to William Barr. Donald Trump's hand-picked attorney general. Um, they're all hand-picked. The DOJ works for Trump. I mean, the DOJ works for Biden. The DOJ did work for Trump. Now the DOJ works for Biden. 
So the idea that Biden doesn't know, Biden's not aware of Biden this, maybe it's because Biden's not aware of a whole bunch of things. That could be very, very true. But it's not this independent agency. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves. Let's not embarrass ourselves. Let's not play the part of Corinne Jean-Pierre. Can you say categorically that President Biden was not involved or influenced at all any of the decisions into indictment president? Not at all. He was not involved. This is, the president has been very, very clear. The Department of Justice is independent. He wants to restore the independence of, uh, of the Department of Justice. And that's what you've seen. That-, that isn't what we've seen. That's just, that dog won't hunt. It won't. Uh, people aren't going to accept that. As 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 the case, I don't know why she thinks she can get away with telling that story. That seems that seems rather foolhardy to me. Let me go back to the phones really quick. Let me go to Gray there. Gray, welcome to the show. What's going on, Gray? How's it going, Tony? I think I'm um, all right, man. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've had, been having to buy bourbon by the case lately. The last two years. Um, I did not vote for Trump in 2016. I did not vote for Trump in 2020, but I will definitely vote for Trump this if he does win the Republican nomination. Um, and the reason for that is because I'm looking at the big picture. Um, I think this is more than just Trump being vilified here and being, uh, you know, the witch hunt, as he calls it. Uh, everything to me, when I'm looking at the big picture, is tied together. You look at what's going on with the uh, opposition of Bud Light. Um, and the LGBTQ push that's trying to be indoct- basically indoctrinated, not just on kids, but in, in all of society. And the Bidens have not only lumped in with that, but now he's going after political opponents. It appears, I think, in mass. And it's just the whole enchilada that Trump now has a chip on his shoulder. Um, and, and, and that's the way I see it. Um, and I'm like, if there's anybody who's going to have the, the, the panache as it, as it is, um, the, the, the will to make a change, Trump has now got it in the bag to actually pull the trigger and do it because he has good reason to. Well, let me, uh, I was going to ask you, who'd you vote for in 2016? Who'd you vote for in 2020? Maybe you don't want to tell me, but I'm going to ask. Uh, I I did the uh, libertarian candidate was it Greg Norman and uh, okay uh, and uh, it, but you know I had to swallow that jagged pill you know he, the the pseudo libertarian that said he wanted gun common sense gun control but that's who I voted for um, so so now you you for, go ahead go ahead no I just said I was I didn't vote for either one in, in 2020 I just couldn't couldn't do it okay. Just wanted, just wanted to see if, if, if was somebody uh, on the political left or differently you voted for the libertarian. Uh, Gray, I appreciate the phone call. Let me, let me, let me take your, your point there and, and, and take it in a possibly different direction. You are basing this on the idea that Trump is actually going to drain the swamp. I look at history. Trump had four years and didn't drain anything. Now... Trump's acolytes are going to be very angry with me for saying that. But that's the reality. Am I sure he's going to do it this time around? There's a theory. Work with me on this. Part of Trump's weakness. I think we should discuss all of it. He has strengths and he has weaknesses. Anybody who says otherwise is, is uh, you know, into idol worship and that dog won't hunt. 
Trump is not afraid to fight. But Trump wants to be loved. And the idea that Trump is going to push for things, well, if people are nice to him, he'll be nice to them. Is that what you want? Or do you want somebody who's actually going to do the work? Me, I want someone, as I said, who's going to fire 2,000 people in the Department of Justice and fire 1,500 people in the State Department and clean house. That's what I want. That's what I want. I don't know if that guy is Trump. But it's interesting that after seeing this, even in the indictment, you're like, oh, no, no. That's the guy I want. I wonder how many of you are out there. Might be a bigger number than we know. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. For whatever reason, the White House put out a tweet bragging about, look, inflation is down. Inflation was up because of your policies. There's a credit crunch going on, as we discussed with economist Dr. Matt Will just yesterday. And you're, are you bragging? Are you bragging about inflation going down, trying to get people to think you're doing good work? Today's inflation report shows that annual inflation is now at the lowest level since March of 2021 and less than half of what it was last June. That is a weird thing to say, considering it all happened under your watch because of your policies. You want to blame Russia? Yeah, it didn't work. You want to blame the invasion of Ukraine? Didn't work. The administration, not a believer in energy. The administration, not a believer in a strong economy. And a secretary of the Treasury who told banks to stop lending. And you're bragging. Weird flex. I'm Tony Katz.